Welcome to today's Pastor's Roundtable, where we'll discuss Sunday's sermon. Hey guys, hey, Hello. welcome, welcome to right. Facebook Live. Live. We're yeah. super glad you guys are There's here. No Roundtable here. There's though. No, no, but we're it's, we're outside because it's beautiful. Imaginary. Yeah, that's right. Uh, right. And our our work day was uh, Saturday, and yeah. a lot of our church put a ton of work into yeah, great. just making our grounds pretty, and we just really wanted good. to enjoy it. We so, had yeah. some people in their 80s working. Oh my Extremely hard. Yeah, they were. It was tremendous. It was phenomenal. I'm not appreciate you in my 80s, but I was working. You're not? No. No, no you know. weren't. But even this beautiful ground right here. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. So we're glad you guys are here. And uh, Sunday was just as good as well. Uh, we again worshiped in our gym because of some work that's being done in our facilities. And so we're looking forward to seeing how that's yeah. going to play out. Uh, week, but yeah, in, this, in the uh, worship center, yeah, we will, and we'll have a, some special guests with us as well, isn't that yeah. right, Kyle? CHA that's Choir right. will be with us, and so that's going to be a good right. Sunday. And we'll uh, be observing the uh, Lord's Supper. Yes, together. So love, love yeah, doing that. It's going to be a great so Sunday. It's, it's going to be great. Awesome. Uh, but this Sunday was great. We launched a new series, right? That's right. And the so, great I am. The great I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, from it's John, from, uh, from John eight, we talked about um, the fact that Jesus is the light of the world, and. Um, it was very gripping. You know, uh, I think one of the most exciting things that is going on right now, uh, from my perspective, and I'm hearing this from a lot of people, is um, the passion uh, with which the people are worshiping the Lord uh, oh, yeah. through praise yeah. and prayer. Um, and uh, that's been exciting. And uh, that's something I just really noticed mm-hmm. this, this weekend. There was just a, there was a real yeah. passion. This is just a sweet there. spirit. I think yeah. uh, there's been a lot of energy and momentum. Yeah. And I think the people are just rejoicing yeah. to be moving forward. So it's, it's just a good time yeah. all around. Well, as you said before, you know, anytime Christ is glorified, anytime we, we, we sing right. about the cross and the resurrection of Christ and him conquering death, I think our hearts are encouraged by That's what right. God is doing. That's even right. Even in our own lives and in the lives of people in the city, in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. I, I know right. you, you were out this week um, on 23rd Street. Did you get a chance to share any, with anybody? Yeah, uh, you mean uh, yesterday at yeah. the Open Streets? Yeah. I, I uh, you know, got to talk with uh, different people, but I, I saw some of our people there, yeah. and we really just had a good time connecting with people. And uh, uh, we didn't have any gospel conversations per se but uh yeah it was just good to be out there at uh on 23rd street you know we we, we were speaking in- of 23rd street i hear some of o- okc's finest yeah coming they, by even now regularly coming through anytime we're outside last That's time right. we're outside it was a helicopter and search yeah. action but uh we are located close to a fire we are uh, Fire, fire, uh, uh, firefighters. <laughs> so they're doing their work. Fire department. Yeah. Firehouse. So, right. which is hey, great. We're, we're, Glenn's telling us we need to hey. speak up a little louder. Okay. Oh, thank uh, you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I do have a question about the question. scripture. All right. Um, so uh, Jesus said in, in John eight, um, as, as you were as you were preaching, that uh, he he made a proclamation, a declaration. He said he said to the people, he said, "I am the light of the world," mm. and. Um, you referenced a scripture from Second Corinthians, um, or, or we discussed that. Second yeah. um, Corinthians four, and I'm going to read it if you don't have it there. Uh, Paul actually said, "We do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, 'Let light shine out of darkness,' made His light shine in our hearts to give us 
the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Mm. And, you know, as I thought about, as I thought about the significance of Christ declaring, I am the light of the world, I wonder, can we truly appreciate the significance of that if we, if we are not um, aware of the dreadfulness of what it means to be in the mm. darkness? Right. You know? Yeah. I think something you said that really stood out in regards to that is a lot of times we have all this ambient light around us and you use a great illustration to talk about uh, just living in the city or even in the rural areas, we always have light around artificial. us. Artificial light. And I, I sensed kind of what you were saying is that many times we have a sense of artificial light. Uh, things that we turn to that might not be bad our career, education, family, school, sports, success, all these things that we sometimes turn to as our hope, uh, even as Christians and people who come regularly to worship on Sunday, I think I struggle with uh, unintentionally placing some of my identity, my value, my hope in those things wow. which are artificial. Wow. And that uh, when we preach Christ crucified only and we realize that He is our only hope, I think uh, those artificial lights are kind of exposed as what they are. Yeah. And then when, when we really uh, see Christ as the light of the world, how much brighter it illuminates our heart and brings us. It's just a whole different spirit of joy, which you speak to before in light of our worship. You spoke to the, the, the dynamic of our worship that's being affected congregationally. Uh, and you spoke to how that's been uh, centered around the gospel, that everything we've been preaching lately, the last uh, several months, right. has been Christ crucified and the gospel central. And I think that's been bringing this this illumination. idea, illumination of Christ in us. So, so, so I think, but I, I don't know the, if I answered no, that completely. No, I think yeah. the other thing about that is, is that when Christ, when you, when you are confronted with the fact of Christ and who He is, which He is the Son of God, which He came to save the world, the Savior of the world, the Messiah the one who God has sent for salvation. When you understand Christ and God's holiness, what happens is your sin is exposed. And so when, 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 uh, when the light of Christ shines or the gospel actually shines on people, what happens is that it exposes their heart and the darkness of their heart, the darkness of sin. And so when they read the scripture, or when they hear the word preached, it exposes sin. And sometimes it comes out in, in vitriol or anger towards somebody who is sharing this gospel because they recognize their sin, but they're not willing to repent of their sin. And so in, in all of this, when Christ shines the light, like it's, it's just like the example I shared on Sunday, the woman who is caught in adultery, the light has shined. On her she is exposed her sin is exposed everyone is able to see what's going on in darkness and yet Christ comes in and stands in the gap and says no I'm not going to condemn you I'm gonna save you and so we have to understand that not only does the gospel expose people's sin but it also offers salvation and not condemnation that's what Christ came to do to shine light is expose sin but offer salvation mm -hmm. which is exactly not what the world expects not what right. the world expects. well and something you said is about is uh, i think the question you asked is about our our comprehension of the darkness in term i think you're asking a little bit about uh can we really understand 
God's grace and His light. I think the woman who caught, was caught in adultery, when she, when she understand what she was rescued from and what Jesus graciously forgave her from, mm-hmm. it, it illuminated right. the power of the gospel, the power of grace. Right. And I think we all can struggle with, if you think about what it's like to actually operate in complete darkness, yeah. uh, when you wake up in the morning or you still there's some light, but in absolute complete darkness, you're hopeless. Carried like chaos, you, you right? can't find anything. There's, and so when we realize that that's our condition without right. Christ, right. Uh, and all these false idols, these false uh, ambient lights that try to illuminate our reality uh, are exposed, and we really see who we are without Christ. Man, it yeah, it magnifies right. God's grace and His the gospel and and, and our, the awesome nature of of His character and our hope because of what Jesus did on the cross. So, so, so kind of a wrap-up question to this. Um, uh, we know that millions are watching right now, literally, <laughs> millions. millions. So, yeah. and, and our moms. Okay, and uh, so. <laughs> Hopefully our wives, I, we're yeah, not sure. We're not sure about that. <laughs> They're busy, wow. but They're busy raising this kid, <laughs> working. For that person that is out there that, that is listening, um, and, and they're thinking, you know what, I have a family member you know, this is kind of serious. I have a family member, I have a, a close loved one, I have a friend, and I know that they are, I, they're, they're, they're in complete darkness. They don't see it, they don't know it. They're walking in darkness. Um, what is one step? You've already mentioned a few things, but what's one step that as a believer I can take for that friend, that loved one, that close person uh, to, to help what bring about light to that illumination right. so if they're walking in darkness at some point in their life they will recognize their darkness either by the fact that they uh, hit something in their life they run into a roadblock in their life or they run into something that really really hurts them in their life they're going to understand that they're walking in darkness. They're not sure how they got there or what, what's going on. But if we just show them the hope of Christ, if we just, uh, one step would be just, just caring for that person enough to ask them about their life. How is your life going? What's going on? Can I pray for you? How is, how is, uh, you know, how is your work? What, what's something that's hard in your life? And knowing them enough to, to go, hey, I actually care about what you're walking through, just like Jesus and the woman at the well. I mean, part of that that story is just Jesus actually caring enough for that woman to go, hey, you know, I know that you're going through issues. Let's talk about them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And let's let me illuminate to you not only your sin, but also the fact that I am the water. I'm I'm you you, you know the living water. And so, like, just understanding that concept of just being able to get into a relationship deep enough with someone to explain the gospel is a big deal. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I think if we believe that the transformation of the heart is done with the work of the Holy Spirit, I think it's committing to and not truly trivializing prayer mm-hmm. that a lot of times we're like, just pray about it. And sometimes we accidentally minimize the significance and power of prayer, mm-hmm. but committing to interceding right. and stepping in the gap for them in prayer, I think is foundational. And then uh, seeing how the Lord is working and joining them there in the heart and the life 
through those ministries of Jesus that we saw Jesus doing and caring and having compassion. But that doesn't happen through kind of a false like obligation. Right. I think that sometimes I do that. Well, I'm obligated to care. But when I'm really praying for someone, he gives me the heart of Christ for them. Uh, I'm able to love them like Christ loves them. That supernaturally works as an ambassador, as Paul talks about, good. in the heart of them. So it's good. it's good. Thanks, Kyle, for those great questions. Thank you guys for joining us and looking forward for you guys to join us on Sunday with yep. uh, in the great worship day. center. Yeah, and we'll be together in the worship center. We'll you guys you have a great week. day. See you guys.